Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, Sean Ross Sapp here. It's WrestleMania week. Thing. We are on the road to Fightful Mania. I'm here with Matt Riddle. Matt, what's up? Besides you eating no, during the show. I know. I'm sorry. I've been eating since I got back home. I can't stop. You may see that Matt's, Matt's using a headset. We've had some technical errors. But I want to show you all the type of unprofessionalism I deal with. Matt sent me a text earlier, and he said, I'll be on in one minute. I put a stopwatch on. I can't see it. Oh, it, took, it took him two minutes. It took him two minutes. You think you're a big European star that you can just keep Dude, me waiting w- twice w- the amount of time that you promised? I know that I, I the second I wrote one minute, I was like, I'm gonna take longer than one minute. Yeah. You know, and now that you, you know, made us think about it. Well, well you. I'm about to make a stink out of your belt collection back there. I know the Naga belt, of course. I've competed at Naga many times. What are these other belts? Well, this is a Grappler's Quest belt. I have a couple of these. There, too. Yeah, Grappler's Quest there. I got the Atlas. And then, I actually, I gave this belt to my one buddy, D-Boy, Dylan Massington, when he was a kid. It's a U.S. Really? replica title. That's, I was going to say, he, that was a WCW replica title. I was wondering what you were doing with it, but it makes sense. When did you get that? When you were a kid? Oh, I got this when I was a child. This is the belt that was defended in the backyard. Nice. Yeah, but he took he took great care of it. And, uh, you know, he's a grown-up now. He's like 21 or 22 or something. And he was like, hey, like you can give this belt to your kid, you know? And I was like, all right. I thought I was all special. I've got the the replica million dollar championship, and I've got a couple that I've won at like little low level indie shows back here. But the million, oh hey, the million dollar belt was one that my wife got me as a gift. It's the because I don't like to have a lot of belts that you know if I if I wanted it at an indie show or something that's cool, but I don't like to have a lot of them. But she knew that was my favorite championship back in the day. I had the Ted DiBiase wrestling buddy. I beat the shit out of that thing. 
And I won it fair gotcha. and square. I won it fair and square from Ted DiBiase. I believe it. I believe it. So my strength and conditioning coach from my old MMA team, he was out to lunch with somebody, and he said he had a surprise for me. He sends me a video, and it's Ted DiBiase. And he says, really? I crowned Sean Ross Sapp the million-dollar champion. And I got to admit, I was, I was a giant mark at that moment. But well, you got that, to, that's, not, that's not even the end of the story, Matt. I'm not special for having that because not only did Jimmy Van, our eccentric millionaire boss here at Fightful.com, get a million-dollar replica belt for his background, he got a life-size cardboard cutout of fucking Virgil to put it on. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty. That's good stuff. Yeah, I thought I was special. I'm not special. I'm not at all. That'll happen. That will happen. Hey, you're you. You seem refreshed. You seem rejuvenated. Oh man, I you know I got in at like four o'clock yesterday. Just been hanging out, relaxing, playing video games, recovering, did some laundry. I'm ready to go. <laughs> You're stretching. You got your stretches I'm, I'm stretching on the mats, doing some push-ups. I'm good to go. So you, you had this ass-kicking tour, the shit-eating wild man tour 2017 in yes. Europe. Just the beginning. You know I have another tour that's like April 28th to like yeah. June 5th. Yeah, it's, it's psycho. Yeah, and I'll be back for PWG and Evolve in the Midwest during that time. So, so what was that like? Well, first off, there was a story I teased last week. We had some technical difficulties. I keep hearing these stories about a guy by the name of Gloves. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm going to say I've worked with you for probably uh, maybe seven, eight months now. You're tough to piss off. Dude, you know, not- I'm, I'm pretty easygoing. There's only a couple of people that piss me off. Bill Goldberg and this dude, Gloves. And... <laughs> <laughs> no. And I guess it's, it's no coincidence that Bill Goldberg wears gloves. It's probably not. Maybe it's – I just hate people that wear the gloves. But uh, my microphone – I've been having issues since I was in Germany. Mm-hmm. And the only person that's, like, been around my equipment that I don't trust, and he was shady, and I knew he didn't like me, was this dude gloves. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm – pretty sure he tampered with my hardware and that's why it doesn't work it hasn't worked since i was in germany since i it's had to true. share an apartment with him it's true it's damn so true let's give everybody let's give somebody these people some background who the fuck is gloves okay so at wxw they put us up you know that one episode i did from the phone the first one because it was already broken yeah. Was at the apartment with Dave Starr, Jeff Cobb. There's a bunch of us. Tim Thatcher was in the room, and this guy Gloves. I don't think Gloves is there yet, or maybe he's already in bed. You know, he keeps to himself for the most part, but he wears these gloves up to his wrist. And the first experience I had with him, he comes back with his girlfriend, and I'm watching TV. And he goes, "Excuse me, do you, you know, he's like, do you mind if I turn off the TV and play some games?" And I'm like. Yeah, okay, sure. And he legitimately just unplugs my computer. Ooh. Hard like unplug, just hard, uh, like a hard unplug. And I'm just like, like, bro. Like, you know, I was I, right there, you know, he kind of sealed his fate with me. And then he played video games. And I was like, all right, he's playing video games with his girlfriend. 
But then, you know, like, and they're playing single-player games, and then they start playing Mortal Kombat. You know, this is like a multiplayer game. You know, and I'm sitting there the whole time, and not once did they ask me if I wanted to play a game or do anything. Just rude. I was I, just extremely rude. I, I was offended. I, I was extremely offended. And then, uh, and I made it pretty clear, you know, and then, uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I didn't like them. And then he just rubbed me the wrong way the entire time. I want, at one point, I threatened to punch him in the neck. I was like, bro, you get close to me. You fuck with me anymore. It's like, I don't know if this is your intention or what you're doing. And I don't even know if he understood what I was saying to him at the time. But I was like, I'm going to fucking, like, punch you in your neck. Like, you're, he, he was out of line, you know? And then, uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, just, just you know, guys by the name of Gloves acting a fool. Did you name him Gloves. I, well, he wears gloves all the time. He doesn't really speak much English, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he'll be, like, cooking, like, toast, and he'll be wearing gloves. He goes to bed with, like, gloves on. And, you know, and hmm. at first I was like, maybe he's a cutter. Like, somebody said that. Like, you know. And I was like, you know, that's, you know, okay. But there was, there was no wounds or anything. He's just, you know, just a dude. Gloves. Maybe that, he's like, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's like the Assassin Creed looking gloves, like fingerless gloves, mm. but they got like straps all up. Listen, them. listen, it's- my Monday co-host Alex Palowski, he lives in Wisconsin and it's cold there, and he does it from his basement, which looks like a fucking prison sometimes. And I've had to be like, dude, stop wearing the fingerless gloves. Cut it out, Are Alex. Serious? Are you Not serious? cool, Alex? Got to cut out the fingerless gloves. Bro, get a space heater, put it next to you. I'm not a fan of the fingerless gloves. That's not that's not okay. Is that like, unless you're like literally outside all like if you're outside and you're doing work, you know, and you like your fingertips exposed, I guess. But yeah. like but if you're like in your apartment and you're wearing fingerless gloves, like you get out of the shower and you put your gloves on as your towel's on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gave him the nickname Gloves for a reason. Motherfucker wore gloves 24-7. Yeah. So. So. But yeah, but, you know, he, he. I think he was young. He he literally just started training wrestling. He was living at the academy. He's also the sound guy for WXW. So Who's the last person you threatened to punch in the neck? I I punch people in the neck on a regular basis these days, but uh, <laughs> real like I mean like out of the ring, no, like in the ring. You gotta say no, but, Jesus, uh, man. But uh, no, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's been a couple people, you know. It's usually in a sarcastic manner, and even when I said it to gloves, it was in a sarcastic manner. I wasn't like I'm gonna fuck, you know, like fucking kill you, bro. It was more like. Yo, you know, you keep that shit up, I'm going to punch you in the neck. Like, you got to fucking back off. Like, <laughs> like, you're out of control. You're ridiculous. Needless to say, I don't know if you've gotten it personally on your Twitter or social media, but, you know, Goldberg lately. 
Have you gotten the the blowback from Goldberg fans? Have you gotten the hate? Because, you know, sometimes we'll take out ads on these no. stories because it, it makes no. sense if you say former UFC fighter says that he would beat Goldberg I, I've got, in two minutes. I, I don't know. Maybe I blocked him in a prior life or something and they don't know what I'm saying. But I have not been getting – I think like three people – like and the only comment was like it's probably true, but you'll never headline WrestleMania, and that yeah. that, that and I was like okay, like that doesn't bother me, you know, like well nothing really bothers me anyway. It doesn't really matter. It's just funny. People are going to be mean regardless. Well, let me tell you about a comment from a guy named Douglas Columbus who has never posted on our comment board before. Oh yeah, this was on the. Matt Riddle says Goldberg lasts two minutes max in a fight with him, which did great with our ad sales, by the way. We took out an ad on that, put it on Facebook, went fucking nuts. It was great. He goes, <laughs> yes, he goes great. He said, he said, spoken like a true little man. Hey, Riddle, you can meet me anywhere, anytime, you little welterweight. You wouldn't last 30 seconds in a fight with me, let alone Goldberg. You're about as big as that fly I just swatted. I would shut your mouth once and for all. Anytime, in caps, little man. You name the place and I will be there waiting for you. That was a very 1980s wrestling promo he cut on you. How do you feel That's about that? Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Somebody wrote that on a message board. Little man. Yeah, yeah I mean... He's absolutely that guy sounds badass. We should set it up in the gym somewhere. And I said, send me your info. I'll hook it up. We can get some good content out of this. We'll put yeah. Matt against you. We'll run it on Fightful. We'll pay Matt's booking fee. Come on. And then he says, I'm ready. I'll get you my info and we'll book this thing. You better get that riddle in shape because I'm gonna tear him apart. And I haven't heard from him since. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you we had imagine? this talk last a- week. We had this talk last week about how the difference between untrained and trained, then trained versus UFC level. Even if you're trained and you're way bigger and stronger, even smaller, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not even trying to be weird. I'm that's the next level. It's like, dude, I got fired on a four fight win streak in the UFC, and I won yeah. my last fight outside the UFC. It's like I, I'm not saying I'm the greatest of all time. I'm not saying that, especially that mixed martial arts. There's much better, but at the same time, I'm definitely extremely high level mixed martial artist. Well, the thing that I saw a lot of the 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 ones who were naysayers, they were like Riddle or Goldberg, so much bigger than Riddle. Uh, Goldberg did an interview with Edge and Christian the other day, where he said, "Well, before I came back to WWE, I was about two thirty, two thirty five." Uh, that ain't that much bigger than you, Matt. No, no, it's not. He's about what, like fifteen pounds bigger. Yeah, that ain't that ain't that much. I think people forget. Like I wrestled barefoot too. Like, but like, and I'm like six two, like a good six two, six three. You know, like I'm not a small yeah. guy, and I'm shredded. Like I'm like, dude, like I don't know. Like I'm not like even working out anymore. I might work out like once or twice a week. And I'm more shredded just from wrestling and bumping and throwing people and doing that. It's crazy. We had some sad news this week, moving on a little bit. Uh, Peter Casa, he's taking a hiatus. What do you think about that? It happened. He had an injury because of the ring. He ended up getting, he says, bulging discs. And personally, I've dealt with that where 
you've got two, they press on the nerve that runs down your arm and you can't feel shit. Like that stuff can be terrifying when it happens. And I know he's dealing and he's, he's lucky. It was just that he's lucky. It was that. Cause he could have broken well, his neck. Well, he's a Peter Cost is one of the best athletes I've been in the ring with. Yes. One of the best athletes I've ever seen in pro wrestling, you know, it's unfortunate because I think like, you know, that's a bad injury. I think he needs to rest to recover and come back if he desires to come back. But, like, he's he's got a lot of potential. And, you know, it would be a shame if that was, like, the end of his career, you know. He's, he's one of yeah. the best athletes I've seen in pro wrestling. He's got a good jiu-jitsu background. And he can high fly. Yeah, uh, it is unfortunate. He is uh, – he's <laughs> – like if you've ever seen him work, then you know what kind of stuff he's capable of. And if he was able to refine that and like you know, if you saw what happened that night, and I remember seeing that, because, and then because he had the rest of the weekend off, and then we flew home, and we were all at the airport, and he was walking fine, and everything like that. His neck still hurt, but it's like you know, like that. It was it was a hard hit, and the worst part is when it's not your fault. That's it sucks, you know. What all you got going on this weekend? Let's go match by match before we get into uh, the mailbag and the questions because you've got a lot of stuff. Uh, what's your first booking? Well, let's, I, let's walk through. I, I think running, Thursday I, when it starts. I'm, yeah, I'm flying out tomorrow. Uh huh. And uh, I have a seminar I'm running Thursday morning, I believe. Or do the shows start Thursday? Yeah, the show start Thursday because you're on the Janela show Thursday night, which is tonight by the time this airs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend. So I had that show. I'm pretty sure this might be like an Evolve show before that. Is there a Thursday show for Evolve? There's – let me look at the schedule. Uh, I know that you're wrestling Severn rather late on Thursday. Yeah, I can give you the rundown. Here we go. Um, yeah, Evolve 80 on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. I think that's Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. 11 p.m. Joey Janela's spring break. So you go straight from Evolve to Janela's spring break. Do you know how far that is? Is it the same venue? Like, where, where are they doing this at? Oh, it's got to be the same venue. Because I think they're at, they're on Flow Slam as well. They're doing the whole thing like that, so... So that's not too bad for you. You wrestle a second time. You're wrestling oh, no, Dan Severn. Yeah, it's all in the same building. I think all my matches are in the one building this weekend. You're gonna take a you're gonna take it easy on Dan Severn. Uh, is Dan Severn gonna take it easy on me? <laughs> you know, uh, I think I honestly I know people like they're stoked for the match, but I think people are doubting how good it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a really good match. I think people are gonna be impressed. Dan Severn will be 59 soon. Dan Severn's a stallion. Some people just know Dan Severn from WWE and, like, think old UFC days. No, the guy has over 100 MMA wins. Yeah, he's legit. 100. He was, uh, one, of, he was one of the great amateur wrestlers of his time, too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how that one is. That's That's a unique matchup right there, like, Whoever whoever dreamed that one up, I don't know if it was Janella himself or who did it. Also, him versus Marty Janetti. That's a that's a nice one. Him and Marty Janetti, Glacier's wrestling. There's like a oh yeah, uh, Invisible Man's wrestling. 
Hugh Earl Hebner's making a run in because they can't afford him for a whole match. Really? <laughs> that's what it, that's what it's booked as as well. It, it, that card's going to be amazing. You know, this whole weekend's going to be good. Because I know the rest of the weekend I got beyond. Mm-hmm. That's at midnight, and I'm wrestling Donovan Dijak. But, like, Keith Lee's wrestling Jeff Cobb on that card. And well, it's Friday. Friday, there's progress at noon. Are you on that show? I am on progress. I'm defending the Atlas Championship against Trent Seven. No, oh, you're losing right? that one, buddy. That you one. Think? Really? I got the scoop. Scoop. Sorry, Matt. What? I got to call it for I'm not dropping the Atlas title. Shit. <laughs> I'm not doing the job WrestleMania weekend. To a WWE guy? I don't do the job to the E guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, That'd ask be interesting. Him. Ask Tommaso, ask Gargano, or not Gargano, I never wrestled Gargano. <laughs> but ask, ask the first Cruiserweight champion, TJP. We'll see if that title, we'll see if that title's still there. We're going to have the same number of championship belts in our background next week, I think. How many do you and have? And maybe, I have three. Hey, maybe you should put that no, Grappler's no, Quest title no. against, on the line by, against Severn. By next week, I guarantee you, I'm going to have way more belts than you. And I guarantee by the end of this couple months, I'm going to have way, like, triple the amount of belts you do. I guarantee it. I'm going to take bookings at every shitty little indie show in Kentucky and be like, listen, guys, I'll work for free if you give me one of your janky-ass titles. You're, yo, your Impaler DDT is not that good. Not hey, good. come on. Come on. Not, you know that you, you, know you saw that. Walk your way into a promotion and get yourself a title. Admit it. You saw that and you were like, it was good. That bad. I was impressed. Yeah, I do a little bit of work. I, I play to my strengths. I don't do anything that makes me look too bad. Uh, I've only had like a few dozen matches. But anyway, it's, this goddamn show isn't about me. I think you're losing the title. I know you're my boy, Matt, but it's already the things are happening. Things are happening in wrestling. You know, evolve eighty one at four p.m. that day. You wrestle on that one? Yeah. Who you got? Fred Yehi. Ooh, I think you're winning that one. I'm winning them all. I'm going to beat Galloway again. I'm going to beat Yehi. And then I got the WWN Super Show. Progress versus Evolve. I thought I didn't know what team I was on because I'm on no team because I'm going for the title. The the, now, here's, title. here's something I want to ask, which will – yeah, we can get to that now because WWN Super Show is the next one I was going to ask. Evolve Championship, WWN Championship, which one do you think is more prestigious? Which is going to be higher on the totem pole? Or will it be like a WWE situation where you got the the Raw Championship and the SmackDown Championship? I think, in my personal opinion, I think the WWN title is probably more prestigious just because it reigns all over all the other promotions, you know, it's like part of FIP, it's part of Evolve, it's part of like Shine, it's part of Flow Slam and all the brands on Flow Slam. So it can be defended everywhere for like IPW UK and every other network that runs Flow Slam. So whoever wins that belt is probably going to defend it all over the world. You know, you brought up Shine and that's a really interesting thing because they could defend that in like an intergender match like that could happen it could be intergender or they could just have a one men's match on a shine card 
Yeah. There's nothing wrong, wrong with that. With that. I, I love the idea of them doing the WWN Championship. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. I don't know why. I don't know why more shine cards don't do that. Like, why don't you have like a bunch of girls matches and then have like one guys match, kind of like how they do in guys, tour, you know, like the normal shows. Yeah, because it's not like it's sure. even. Might as well. Ooh, speaking of women's wrestling, I don't know if you saw this video. Did you see the video of Cyborg doing some pro wrestling training? I I. I didn't see it, but I heard somebody saying if Matt Riddle can do it, she can do it. And I was like, good luck. You well, know? I, I got to say, it was impressive what I saw of it, considering. And she told me, I reached out to her, and she told me it was her first time ever trying anything like that. And I was like, well, she looked pretty damn good, especially given who she was in there with, because the girl that she was in there with has wrestled. She was on Tough Enough and was in TNA, but isn't known as like a great worker. But you could see, like, oh, damn, she probably could pick this up if she was given time. She said that she would like to do more of it, but she wants to get a get a real trainer. What do you think about Cyborg? She said that she wants to face Rousey in WWE with a tag partner. And I was like, that's actually – I would jump all over that if I were WWE. Yeah, that would – well, I feel like <laughs> – <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in MMA are seeing the pro wrestling and how successful you can be if you're good at pro wrestling or seeing that there's money in it. But at the same time, like, you can't just, like, a lot of the fans, like, I don't know about Cyber, Ronda Rousey's a rare thing, you know, because, like, just because you fought doesn't mean you're going to get respect, you know. You kind of got to earn that still, you know. But uh, I would say they could jump on it. Cyborg's got enough looks on her and eyes on her where it's probably probably valuable you know but the big the big thing is i don't know it, it's hard pro wrestling is hard yeah especially it's I mean, like one are... thing to do it's one thing to do like one match there one match there it's another thing to like work and make it like a lifestyle you know well i mean there are some people there the tom lawlers and the josh barnett's of the world who are making a go of it and stuff but i mean then they're and i'm not just saying this because i'm you're you're on the show but i mean you're on kind of a different plane than them because you don't it, just it, – It's just – it's different. Like, they have eyes on them, and they're – you know, they, like, Josh Barnett's, like, wrestling New Japan, wrestling big shows, you know, but it's not so much, like, the indie route. You know, I'm yes. I'm trying to work every weekend. You know, I'm trying to make, like, a livelihood off of professional wrestling, and I am, you know. I had a conversation with a guy. I'm not going to promote him, even though he's a buddy of mine, and he was – I, I mentioned there was a Bruce Pritchard podcast last week, and Bruce Pritchard actually talked about Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn, you know, back in the 90s when WWE was bringing in some of those guys. And he said the guy that he pitched, old Vitor Belfort. And Vitor was like, just not my thing. Just not my thing. And this writer says, Vitor wouldn't go anywhere near pro wrestling. And I was like, buddy, you would be surprised because there ain't that many MMA fighters who are above pro wrestling because especially back then kevin randleman tim sylvia josh barnett kerr coleman sakuraba i mean sakuraba after he won mma fights against the gracies would say in fact pro wrestling is strong he would put over pro wrestling as his style like do you see that i mean have you was that ever a thing like that like mma fighters just too good for pro wrestling uh, i don't think it's a thing but i think it's like what's our competition what other sport comes close to what we do 
pro wrestling. Just like pro wrestling, when MMA came along, they probably weren't the biggest fans of it because they're like, this is like what we do, but they're like doing it and they, they have refs and it's like serious, serious, like boxing. You know, so like it's competition. That's what it is. And the thing is, I think some people get scared of competition, but I think competition's a good thing. You know, plus it's two different things. It's two th- different things to like. You know. Yeah, and uh, pro wrestling and MMA are much more married than detractors of pro wrestling want to give credit for. I mean, Pride FC was literally like you would book a bunch of pro wrestlers against real fighters, and a lot of times the Real fighters would kick the shit out of them. But I mean, we're talking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking like Jushin Thunder Liger. There'd be situations like when it's Sakuraba, that ain't happening. He's going to double wrist lock you and rip your fucking shoulder out. Yeah. Uh, then he's going to talk about how great pro wrestling is after. Well, good luck with that. It, it's, they're, they're married concepts, and that's why you're able to see Kevin Randleman back in the day seamlessly transition and walk over into Jap- Japanese wrestling and look good. That's how Shayna Baszler's been able to make a great transition. Yeah. Uh, you were, but Shay- you, you Shayna went. Baszler's doing great. She's been over in Japan working and doing stuff like that. That Started, I've seen. Yeah. So it's like, and, but she, I mean, you and she's putting her time in as well. You went kind of a different route. I mean, you went and got fully trained at the Monster Factory. Like, and if that's if you want to go somewhere, in my opinion, you go to Lance Storm or you go to the Monster Factory. That's just how I see it. What made you take that route instead of just being like, well, I'm going to take – because you were offered a Japanese booking, I remember, very early on. Yeah, uh, because I didn't – because I saw so many MMA fighters and jiu-jitsu practitioners going to pro wrestling without, like, doing pro wrestling. And I remember just being so bad that I didn't want to do that, you know. So when I got into pro wrestling, I wanted to make sure, like, my stuff was on point. And even when I started having matches, I was still in my infancy. Like, I'm still in my infancy when it comes to professional wrestling, you know. I'm just getting better and better every match I have, you know. And the good thing for me is I'm having matches, having like eight matches a week, you know. So it's yeah. like it's working out great. One of the things that I think that people from a shoot background pick up maybe quicker than those, like if – my neighbor decided to start training pro wrestling. There is the psychology aspect because amateur wrestlers in particular are so used to not having their shoulders on the mat. And if you take my neighbor, like say I run and gave him a shoulder block, he would just lay there flat on his back. An amateur wrestler is more inclined to roll over. That way you don't pin him. Because if somebody's laying on the ground, you better fucking pin them. That's the point of the match anyway. There are little nuances that I think that shoot background really helps one that gets me Matt. I'll see somebody like in a cross face and I'm like, why the fuck aren't they sitting out of this? Like, why are they just sitting? Like, unless they're the pressure is all the way across the body. Why are they not sitting out? What, what the hell? Like I, it's hard for me to buy that when somebody sits in a headlock for two and a half minutes. Well, and they want me to believe that. 
Josh Barnett did tap Dean Lister with a headlock, so sure, yeah. But I mean, so I feel like if the size difference is there, it, a headlock yeah, can that, make sense. That does that does make sense. But I mean, like you got a hundred and seventy pound guy versus a hundred and seventy pound guy, and I mean it's happened. Carlos Newton's tap people out, or I think Matt Hughes. But did he? No. Yeah, Matt Hughes tapped him out, right? Yeah. Well, no, that was with a rear naked choke. What well, was a bulldog yeah. choke, wasn't it? Or no, he powerbombed Carlos Newton. He powerbombed Carlos Newton, but Carlos Newton he fell asleep in a choke and powerbombed him. Pat Militich, I think, with the bulldog choke. There we go. It was one of those. Yeah, it was Newton on Militich. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah, Mitch. Do you do you consider pro wrestling like you hear people like Sakuraba and Josh Burnett call it their style? Do you consider that a style, or is that just catch wrestling? But, I mean, there is a marriage there, too. Well, I consider, like, my style of wrestling, I consider it sport wrestling. You know, like, because, like, when I get to do what I do, like, by the end of the match, your chest is going to be purple. You're going to feel the effects of the match. Like, it's it, like we're going to get slammed. We're going to do a bunch of stuff. We're going to hit each other pretty hard. And we're, we're going we're gonna to go, like, really hard and heavy for, like, 12 to 15. Sure. You know, and I like when you work like that, like because when I was in WCPW this past week, I did a couple matches like with the Young Bucks and stuff like that, like the first one, and it was a four-way tornado tag. So it was literally just spots, get like super kicked, run in when your time comes, get, you know, super kicked or do another spot, then get super kicked or something. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of super kicks, a lot of spots. No, like, actual real wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And, it, I mean, it was fun. We got great reactions. But, like, that's just, like, not my cup of tea. You know, I like to, you know, really feel it. And, like, and I consider, like, when you really go at a match, like, you know, kind of like a Daniel Bryan style or a Chris Benoit style or a Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart style at a competitive level, it's more like a sport wrestling, you know? I know something that is your cup of tea, and I know you're stoked for it. Pitbull and Flo Rida are performing at WrestleMania. I bet you are pumped. I wasn't even going to watch WrestleMania. You're going to watch WrestleMania. Why would I want? I'm not even going to WrestleMania. I know you're going to be at like a, a party or something during that, that period. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. You'll so watch it. It'll be on there. You think? They it will be on like there. 999? <laughs> well, I know the person who's running the damn thing. I, I actually I actually just got emailed uh from the WWE network saying we want you back as a customer today. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> wait for the new season of Total Bellas to be uploaded, right? Uh, Total Bellas and WrestleMania. You can't beat that for nine ninety nine. Maybe you can watch the new season of Camp WWE. Is that what set you off was oh, it the cursing dude. of Camp? Well, you know what it is? It's that they withheld Holy Foley too long. It was a good show, and then they made me wait like a year for the second part of the season, and I'm like, F you. you. So you were a fan of Holy Foley? I was, and then it just, you know, like the set, it just took too long, and then like I got back into it, but it was like only a couple more episodes, you know? It was somewhat entertaining. But now I don't even have time. Don't even have time to watch Holy Fool. Yeah, you're you're on the damn road all the time. I've got some questions that were sent in. As always, guys, send a, send in questions. Email me. Pass them along on Twitter. I'll ask Matt on our monthly mailbag episode. You ask me all the stuff, all the juicy stuff. That's true. 
Now, you've kind of answered this before, but maybe it's changed. What would your dream match be at WrestleMania, past or present wrestlers? Past or present? I feel like I, I get asked this question a lot, and it's like, I don't know. I it's feel like I give, a different, I give a different answer every time because I get asked it so many times. Uh, you know, I think a dream match for me, like, I, for me, it would probably be Brock Lesnar, like, just because – He's a huge MMA guy, and he could just beat the shit out of me as I keep fighting from underneath them until the crowd's just dying to see me do something, and then I could do something, and they'd go crazy. I think that'd be a hell of a match. Yeah, and I could—I think I could keep it completely. Like, he could kill me, of course, I think. You know, he's a really big dude. Like, he's way bigger than me. So. Yeah, that, that was another one we got. A lot of people were like, yeah, he says he could beat up Goldberg, but – could he beat up Lesnar? And I was like, guys, on many occasions on this show, he said Lesnar's fucking huge. That would be a problem. Yeah, because he's not only is he huge, but he's also a skilled practitioner of the arts. So yeah. it's like, yeah. like he's a high, he's a national NCAA champion, heavyweight wrestler who's jacked out of his mind. Yeah, he's probably got my number. Who's I, <laughs> whose idea was the Jeff Cobb tag team in PWG? Well, we we were feuding, and we were going to feud a bunch because uh, everybody wanted to see us wrestle against each other. And then uh, we were talking, Danny, and everybody wanted to book it. AW booked it. Evolve booked it. And Danny was like, well, if it's getting booked everywhere, let's just have you guys tag up here. And plus, it was a big surprise. It was Mystery Vortex. And... Uh, the tag team of me and Jeff Cobb is like, and they, you know, he pitched the idea to both of us and we were like, hell yeah, you know? So it was actually Danny's idea, Super Dragon, you know? I call him Super Danny. Super Danny. Super Danny. But uh, yeah. Was it he, supposed to be a one off? What do you mean? Like one match and done? Supposed- yeah. Like one tag match and done? Yes. No, I don't think so. I think when he thought of it, you know, and he's like, what do you guys think? And we were like, yeah. And then we called it like, because like literally we came out and the crowd was chanting. We were just so over. It was like, it'd be stupid not to tag us up from there on out. You guys like, are 3-0 and in PWG now. Never, I'll tell you this. You've never seen Chosen Bros tag, but Chosen Bros is... We're probably one of the greatest tag teams in the world. I'm swear, I swear to God, it's it's amazing. So far, you all have beat the uh, Chris brothers. You beat Cage and Elgin and the Young Bucks. Uh, that's solid. We were the first team to beat the Young Bucks too. Hell, hell of a run <laughs> for you guys since December. So I can't. I, I wish that PWG could get their shows out in a more timely manner. But I mean, I understand they're they're. Like, it's easy for me to say that they're making a lot of fucking money. A lot of money to run that venue. I heard they're thinking, or at least considering, running a big venue, which I see as a good and bad, because that venue is so perfect for, especially well, for their videos. Well, I'm not going to lie. If they do a bigger venue, they'll sell it out. Yeah, they just need, they should just do it like They should just do it like once a year, like maybe do it for BOLA and sell it a big venue. I wish they could get the same type of environment because I hate the dimly lit type of thing. Yeah. I don't like it, but I love their venue because it's lit enough to where you can see the crowd, you can interact. Oh. And 
They can, they can get that. They just got to be picky. And the thing is, anybody that knows them, they're, they're a very well-known brand, you know. Any yeah. venue knows they'll do well. And like, and even if they don't go to a bigger venue, they got a great thing going. They don't need to. Like, that that building is, is not the greatest, but that's what kind of makes it great, you know. If I were TNA and, and Ring of Honor, I would waive anything that I have preventing my guys from being, like, live streamed because really that's that's the thing one of the reasons they don't live stream is because they wouldn't be able to book so many of the guys because of their contractual obligations and things that prohibit thing uh, prohibit them from being live streamed because pwg is a phenomenon and really that that's a good way like a, a impact wrestling could get the rub from pwg like if a but pwg he, fan but, sees trevor lee yeah but the thing is, the PWG fans are like, they're a hardcore group of fans. Like, because nobody can get into PWG because they only sell so yeah. many tickets and it sells out instantly. They usually sell out in like two days. So it's like... Oh, it sells like, out in minutes. Like like yeah. 10 minutes it sells out. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it's that exclusive. Like nobody gets in there. Like unless you like they want you there, you don't get in there. And most of the people oh, that mean, have been going there have been going there for years, you know? They're like loyal fans. It's one of the hot things around there. I mean, Josh Barnett, the four horsewomen show up there, and Ronda Rousey's chopping people. And Sofia Vergara from Modern Family is showing up and, like, tweeting pictures of herself next to the ring. Like, that, that, that's pretty damn cool. That's, that's awesome. It's PWG, man. It's awesome. It's, very, it's a very prestigious thing. Very few things are, like, on my wrestling bucket list, but flying out there and checking out a show is – definitely on it in that venue in that venue in particular so i'm i'm looking forward to hopefully being able to do that eventually somebody asks if your best case for wwe is being on nxt would you rather just stay on the indies at least as far as the next year goes yeah yeah i think right now like i'm still like the thing is i'm still like learning a lot and I think right now I need, like, the freedom to learn as much as I can and, like, grow as much as I can. And I feel like the Indies is a really good place to do that, you know. And, and I'm making really good money doing it, and I'm enjoying myself. You know, sometimes the schedule's hectic, but I can always say no to dates, you know. I can always, you know, if something comes up, well, I feel like I couldn't say no to the WWE. Like, they would kill me. When Not literally, talk- but- when you talked to the WWE before, like you had your tryout and stuff, and they had mentioned, yeah, we're probably going to sign you. Had you all gotten to the money talk yet? No. We we didn't talk money. We didn't talk anything like that. And I was figuring I would just get like – because at that point, I figured like I did the tryout, so I'm just wanting like whatever I can get, you know, like – right? Yeah, sure. But, I mean, now you're a commodity on the Indies. So, I mean, they might offer you something and you're like, uh, don't know. Don't know about that. Yeah, you, you know, the thing is, I, I'm pretty good. And I think they have so much talent right now. I don't even think they need me, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think they're building more relationships with more indie companies. Like, they have a strong relationship with Evolve. I like, know like they progress. have progress. They have a great relationship with Progress, and I'm their champion. Unless you're saying Trent Seven's going to beat me, but Progress hit me up with like 20 more dates for this year, so that would be absurd. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. I hope you beat him. 
I hope so too. I don't want to lose my belt. <laughs> you love that thing. Dude, I, can I tell. just defended it Sunday against Walter and that match. If you see that match for progress, that was a barn burner. It was the third Ooh. match. It was the rubber match. Another another one of the funny criticisms I see sometimes on the ads, the Goldberg Riddle ads, people are like, doesn't that motherfucker know it's a work? And I'm like, guys, you know Matt is a fan of this stuff too, right? Like you go out and you watch the shows that you're yeah. on after you wrestle. It's so funny. People don't know. I, I think you're I, working I people, Matt. Wrestling. I love pro wrestling. Yeah, I, well, and that's the thing. I like. I love really good pro wrestling. So when I see like a guy just like spear and jackhammer somebody barely and get the three in one minute, <laughs> when I see all these other guys paying their dues, working hard and grinding – I'm just like, come on, that that but that, that's but that's my thing. Some people are literally buying tickets for WrestleMania this year just to see Bill Goldberg. Yeah, majority I probably. I don't think there's any way they have a real match. Uh, they sent WWE. WWE sent Curtis Axel to work with him, which is the same thing they did for The Rock and Brock Lesnar to work off some of that ring rust. And Goldberg says, "Yeah, I think I'm saving the bumps for WrestleMania." So I guess he wouldn't even work with him. I, I don't know how exactly that went. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Is there any match on WrestleMania that, you're, that you even know of and you're like, yeah, that would be fun? Well, who's, a, who's AJ Styles wrestling? Shane McMahon. I'll run down the card. Just please, please. I, I don't know why he has to be on the show again. I like Shane McMahon. I like him in his position. I just don't know why he's wrestling AJ Styles. And uh, it's not that he, it's not, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad match. I just don't know why he's putting himself in that position. He's already over. He's Shane McMahon. Well, if anybody, off. if anybody can get a good match out of him, it's going to be AJ Styles for sure. Yeah. Or Kurt Angle. Here's the sh- Here's the show. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You got Braun Strowman, Big Show, Dolph Ziggler, Mojo Raleigh, Apollo Crews, some names. Sami Zayn's going to be in it. I would like, personally, I'd like to see Braun Strowman throw every single person out of this. I think it's it's Braun's year. It sounds like that's his winning. It's Braun's year. It's the year of the Braun in the E. Neville Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship. Who? Austin Aries versus who? Neville. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo and Cass versus Sheamus and Cesaro in a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles. That sounds very good. I like that. But Sheamus is already bleeding from the eye. I saw it. Like Did you see that? I, I meant to ask walked, you about that. He walked into a ladder. It sounds like they were practicing with the ladders probably, and he just got hit. So the Man, match that was, is probably going to go well. I don't, I, I'd be surprised if they would even let him wrestle like that. Jesus Christ, that was a deep gash. Well, I remember when they let Benoit wrestle with Stitches and he did a diving headbutt off the top rope to Kane. Yeah, that worked out well for everybody, didn't it? Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss will defend against all eligible women on the roster, meaning at least Natalia, Carmella, Mickey James, Becky Lynch. There are rumors that some other women might pop up. Like Ronda Rousey. I wish. That'd be cool. Are you sure? It'd be better than 
Anything else they have planned for that? Yeah, I don't think she's going to show up. What if I just spoiled the news and that because I knew? I I usually have pretty good scoops on Ronda Rousey. I was like the only person to report that she was going to be at Mania a couple years ago. So there you go. Oh, well, maybe Dean Ambrose. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> well, you know what? I I don't think I would have the scoop on Ronda Rousey these days because I don't know if anybody would, except really? for Travis Brown. Yeah. She cut everybody off. Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Cool. Cool. I don't think it lasts more than six minutes. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. Ooh, I like that match. I, I like Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, you know. Chris Jericho, even though he's older, he can still go. And he's he's good. And Kevin Owens is really good. It'll be a good match. We have an elimination match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. Ooh. Sounds good. <laughs> Next tag team match, John Cena and Nikki Bella against The Miz and Maurice. All right. I actually I actually like these matchups, and I've heard about a couple. It seems like the matchups I didn't hear were just mostly like bigger matches like the TLC and uh, like the yeah. four-way with Nia Jax, Becky, you know, whatever. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this Miz-John Cena match because this is really WWE rewarding the Miz because he and Maurice have – They've been awesome over the last year. They have been incredible. Of course, we got Shane McMahon, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Undertaker, Goldberg, Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, Orton. Those are the big ones. Goldberg, Lesnar, Undertaker, Reigns. Undertaker, Reigns should be good. Reigns has shown no fear of Undertaker, and I think it's been awesome. Like Usually you have somebody. Reigns Reigns believes that. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, I'll be honest. Oh, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of Roman Reigns. Well, the, the thing is, I've I've loved the way they I love the way they put him over. Like he's not afraid. He's not an underdog. He's none of that. He's a big badass Samoan son of a bitch who used to play in the NFL and kicks people's asses. That's, that's all what I ever wanted to see. That's all we need to see. He doesn't have to say bad promos. He just needs to be Roman Reigns. I don't. I don't need him. to. I don't need to see the dude selling for for Chris Jericho for 20 minutes and making a comeback and winning. I don't need to see that. Had he had he beaten Brock Lesnar the way that Goldberg did, I would be far less angry. Far less angry. I agree. You changed your Twitter handle, Matt, before we go. I did, and now I'm not verified, bro. Really? Because I got, yeah. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Well, it's easy to do, I'm sure. Yeah, I got to fill out a form, or I think if enough people complain on my behalf. Guys, you hear that? Go over and complain to Twitter. Get the super king of bros. Why super? Was king of bros taken? Yeah, king of bros is already taken. Why didn't you just take riddle bro? Or bro riddle bro? I think riddle bro was taken. I don't think riddle bro's taken. I, I, I try to cough no, there was a, an account suspended for using Riddle Bro. You see? How about Bro Riddle Bro? Do you ever have fake accounts? Bro Riddle Bro is available. I can't believe Bro Riddle Bro hasn't picked up like in, in chance. 
bro, Riddle, bro, bro, Riddle, bro. Come on. I know. Well, they have songs for me and stuff. Did you ever hear the song that the dude wrote, like, trashing you after the AIW situation? I didn't. I, somebody sent me a link, oh, and I tried so to listen funny. to it, and it didn't work on my phone. They probably blocked oh, it. It's hilarious. It's, like, so bad. Uh, one thing before we go, you know how on YouTube people will post reaction videos, right? Uh-huh. Your highlight video got so over that somebody posted a reaction video to the highlight video where they're watching the highlight video and reacting to it. Stop. I swear. I'm going to send you the link. You're hilarious. Isn't that crazy? That's I don't crazy think that's even realistic. I didn't either. I'd never seen anything like that. I think you're going to send me like a booby trap link. I shouldn't even open it. I swear. I swear. It's a cruel joke, Sean. It's not a cruel joke. <sighs> I'll open it. I'll open it, but... It's going to be a picture of Seth Rollins' wiener or something. Yeah. Pages tape. Hey, now. There's hey nothing... Now. Hey, it happens. It's unfortunate. I stand with Paige. Sure, I do too. Her vagina, her business, man. It seriously, you know, and it's unfortunate Anything? she didn't put it, and she didn't put it out there. Somebody else put it out there, and that's bullshit. So somebody put a lot of her, a lot of people's stuff out there. Yeah. Was well, like a lot of people are suggesting it was Brad Maddox, and it wasn't him. It was a hacker who hacked into a lot of people's shit, like a lot of people. Anything to tell the people before we go? You got a busy week. Oh, you know, I'll be in Orlando tomorrow. Uh, you can catch me at all the shows. Beyond that, that's, Progress. that's yesterday. That's yesterday. You'll be in Orlando yesterday. I'll be in Orlando the next day as well. I'm in Orlando. <laughs> so right yeah. now, when it airs, he is in Orlando. Yes. So I have a lot of shows. Come catch me at Beyond Evolve Progress, the Super Show, and uh, yeah. That's about it. Guys, as always, hit me with those questions. Also, subscribe. You'll get uh, – I'm leaving this one open this week. But traditionally, we leave these uh, for registered members only for about two or three days. I'm doing the same with the Shane Helm Show this week. Also, I'm doing a members-only show on Friday where we just talk really about anything. I'll probably cry about Kentucky losing in the NCAA oh. tournament. Yeah, it was sad. Uh, follow Matt at Super King of Bros. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Of course, follow at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. And get, get that Matt Riddle merch at kingofbros.com. King of Bros. And, oh, this weekend, I will have new merch. Ooh. New, new everything. New everything. Bro. I got some new gear, new merch, new – just killing the game. So by new merch, you bought some new boxer briefs, basically. That's what you did. No, no, merch is like I got two oh, new, new t-shirts and stuff. Sorry. So and I got new, new gear. Yeah, I got like new compression shorts. Yeah, that's pretty silly. Yeah, that's it. Hey, guys, use that uh, coupon code MANIA at Pro Wrestling Tees. Go to the Fightful store, the Sean Ross Sapp store. Get your, your boy shirts, your catch wrestling shirts, your crack and fight team shirts, and your fight. Your boy trash. Sure. Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Hey, are Why you would you? Be, are you? At, are you at Mania? No, I'm staying home. 
Uh, San Antonio was too much for me, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'll probably go next year. It's in New Orleans, and I've always wanted to visit New Orleans. I wanted, I thought about going this year, and I was you like, you got man, sick in San Antonio, you're gonna die in New Orleans. Oh, exactly. And Mania uh, Week is not a week I can get sick. I can't get sick at Mania Week. You can. You'll fight it. We're out. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.